Well, we have arrived at this great day of celebrating, of rejoicing together at the great light that comes to shine into our world. Martin Luther, the great church reformer, had the occasion so many hundreds of years ago to preach multiple services on Christmas Day. And he decided that on Christmas morning, he would preach the story as we all know it. The story from the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, the story of angels and shepherds, of a young woman, Mary, traveling by donkey to Bethlehem. But then on Christmas evening, he decided to change things up a bit and preach from the prophets, the prophet Isaiah, to be exact. And he did so for this reason. He said, it is all well and good to know this story, the story of Christmas. But what good is it if we have no use for what it means for us now? Why does it even matter? If we know the story, what then are we to do with it? So this evening, I'm taking a page out of the Luther playbook and turning it to the prophet Isaiah. Earlier today at the four o'clock service, we did. We told that story and we had children dressed up as angels and shepherds and kings. But what good is it if we don't know what it means for us today. And so as we hear the words of the prophet Isaiah, the ninth chapter, I invite you to listen with those ears. Listen for what the prophet has to say to us about what it means to celebrate the birth of Christ. Isaiah chapter nine, beginning with the second verse. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in a pitch dark land, light has dawned. You have made the nation great. You have increased its joy. They rejoiced before you as with joy at the harvest, as those who divide plunder rejoice. As on the day of Midian, you've shattered the yoke that burdened them, the staff on their shoulders and the rod of their oppressor. Because every boot of the thundering warriors and every garment rolled in blood will be burned fuel for the fire. A child is born to us. A son is given to us. And authority will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be vast authority and endless peace for David's throne and for his kingdom establishing and sustaining it with justice and righteousness, now and forever. The zeal of the Lord of heavenly forces will do this. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now as we hear the words of the prophet, we know that he is speaking into a different time and a different place, a different world altogether. It is a people torn apart by war and violence. A people who all they know is hatred 
and war, a people whose whole experience is one of darkness, of pitch dark land. But here comes the voice of the prophet, the one speaking into their lives, speaking for God, speaking the word of God to them, that a day is coming, a day is coming when the great light will shine and no longer will you be a people who live in darkness. Isaiah says, the world that you know is changing. The world that you know will be transformed. And how will you know? Well, there will be the birth of a child, the birth of a son, and on his shoulders all authority will rest. Now for the people living in that time and hearing the words of the prophet, they imagined the birth of an earthly king, a new ruler who would come and and establish peace across the land, a new ruler who would come and bring prosperity with him, and that no more would they know war, no more would they live in darkness. And the people believed in this prophecy. They believed that the king was coming, that one would come and bring this peace and prosperity to them. And with each king that was born, with each king that came, they hoped that this would be the one. We know what that's like, right? (laughs) To look to the birth, to the coming of a new leader and say, maybe this, this will be the one who will change it all and make everything better. But we know too, looking back, that while some rulers may bring a period of peace and prosperity, well, that tends to come and go like the tide. But God speaks a new truth into this world, that a different kind of king is coming, one that won't just rule over a period of peace, but will be the prince of peace. A new king will be born one that won't just inaugurate a new reign, but will bring about a whole new kingdom. And so we gather here on this day to celebrate the birth of that king. And so I can see where Luther got the idea, right? That it's no good for us to celebrate the birth of a king if we don't see how that king can change the world. It's no good for us to believe the story of Christmas, to believe in the angels and the shepherds, 
unless we believe what comes after. That this baby grew up to bring a new kind of world about. That this baby grew to be a king like no other. That this baby grew and brought light into the darkness. A light that could never be extinguished. Well, that's all well and good, we say. Yes, of course I believe in the Christmas story. I love it. I celebrate it. I have the nativity in my house so that I can remember the story. And I know, yes, I know. I know Jesus grew up. I know he didn't stay a baby. I knew he grew to teach, to serve, to heal, to love. I know, I know that he says he is the light of the world and that the prophet tells us that because of him, the people who live in darkness will see a great light. But sometimes, sometimes I admit it's hard to see that light, to know that it continues to shine in our world. I mean, we all have our experiences of darkness. We all come to our celebration of Christmas. Another year, another year full of celebrations, another year full of heartaches. A year full of, full of light shining, and yet a year still of places of darkness. But we come here again. We come here again because we know that there's something truly holy, something truly special, something truly life-changing about this Christmas story about this baby we celebrate. Maybe this year for you has brought loss. Maybe you've lost a loved one and faced the Christmas season for the first time without them. Maybe this darkness of yours has been the loss of a job or the loss of some sort of security or comfort in your life. And you come to Christmas wanting to feel secure once again. Maybe your, your darkness has been the loss of a, a relationship. Those of you who are part of this congregation know that I went through a divorce this year. And so I come to Christmas desperately needing to see the light shining. 
I believe that's why we all come to Christmas. To not just hear the story again, the story that brings a smile to our face of a baby in a stable surrounded by the animals and the shepherds and the the magi bringing their gifts, but we come to Christmas because we desperately need to know that that light that shined in Bethlehem continues to shine today. That we can join with the prophet Isaiah and say, yes, we have been a people walking in the darkness, but now we have seen the great light. And no longer will we live in that pitch dark land. But we will live by the light. But we will live by the one who is called Wonderful Counselor. The one who will guide us and lead us, who will light our path even when we cannot see the next step. The light will be there. We come to Christmas desperately wanting to see the Prince of Peace, the one who gives us that peace that surpasses all understanding, that peace that when our world is going crazy, when all is chaotic, there's something within us that just says breathe. You're going to be okay. We come to Christmas wanting to see again the light of our eternal Father, the one who loves us and supports us and encourages us like that perfect parent who made us, who created us, who found us, who sees deep within us and loves us still. We come to Christmas wanting to feel the arms of the mighty God around us, the God who carries us when we cannot walk, the God who pushes us back up when we fall. We come again to Christmas because we know the story, because we believe the story because we desperately need the story of Emmanuel, God with us, the great light shining in our hearts and in our lives and in our world now and forever. Amen.